whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we are talking about season 12, episodes 37 and 38, Zombie. And Kelsey, will you please read us the wiki summary? We're back. Oh yeah, back to the wiki, because for some reason, um, YouTube just once in a while doesn't want to give me a description. So here we go. Part one. It's the only part I'm going to read. In an attempt to change her reputation as a mild-mannered cellist and step out from under her older sister's ever-present shadow, Maya goes crazy at a party and posts a video of herself on the internet to prove it. What? No. That's not why she does That's any of why. that. No. What? Are you watching the same show as us? When Drew was nominated for school president, he casually agrees that he may as well run. No biggie <laughs> against the very serious Claire. No biggie. <laughs> When Allie starts to spend more time with Jenna after her failed romance with Dallas, Connor becomes jealous and sets her up with another sad and lonely individual, Ellipses Eli. All right. <laughs> sure. That first part's wrong as hell, but whatever. Do you want to read it part two? It's like three short sentences. Short. Maya channels her confused feelings about her loss and acts out in unexpected ways. That's more accurate. That's fully accurate. When Drew learns people think he's a joke, he starts taking the campaign seriously and actually tries to win. Kind of. Sure. Connor tries to get Eli to take back Claire. Oh, God. I have so many thoughts on this episode. The part two of this episode. What's crazy about this episode is that I wasn't sure if I enjoyed it or not, but I took like five pages of notes. Yeah, I feel like, like I probably took a lot of I think I notes. liked it, but also there was like, except for the Maya storyline, there was nothing hugely redeeming. I was redeeming. not bored or exhausted by this episode, yes. but I still don't know if I liked it. It Parts of it frustrated me, but it's more, but it was an, enjo- I guess it was an enjoyable episode to watch. Yeah. But, like, it was a good episode, but it was also, like, everyone in it was an idiot. Yeah. But I guess that, like, made it, like, go by fast, because yeah. I was always engaged with some kind of nonsense. Exactly. Like, I think <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm not sure. Also, it's so hard to take all these other dumb storylines seriously while Maya is spiraling. Yeah. Uh, but the episode is called Zombie, which is a 1994 song by the Cranberries. And I'm pretty sure the only connection to this episode is that we see a little bit of Eli's zombie movie in it. The filming of it? Maybe? Yeah, sure. People are, I don't know. Yeah. The song's like about senseless violence in the IRA or something like that. So I don't, I think, I don't know if it really specifically ties to this episode, but. Degrassi was doing their thing where they're extremely literal about just the title. Just the title. Yep. Um. But the episode starts with the filming of the zombie movie, and Tristan is confronting zombies with a machete. And he says, and to think, I wanted you to like me for my brains. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I would watch this movie. <laughs> oh, I definitely would. This is like the kind of movie that I would be like, I'm going to watch a real bad movie yep. and get really happy. Yep. And that is why I would watch this movie. It would be great. It would be like doing like a Jean-Claude Van Damme marathon. But <laughs> but Zig and Maya are zombie extras. Zig has a stump for an arm. Um, Maya's really Maya's good. a cheerleader. Yeah. But she does this like head twitch thing. Is Maya the one who is asking Zig to go to the newest Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie? <laughs> yes. Maya oh, is extremely flirty, and yeah. Zig is flirty, and then she asks him out, and he's like, oh, uh. too soon. He's like, does Tori and Tristan know? And he's like, what about Cam? And then Maya oh, says, God. we should probably, if it's okay with him, oh, wait. And I was like, yeah. oh, God. That's awkward. Oh, Maya. And then she starts hitting on some other zombie when he walks away. The guy that she ends up like. Is it Harry? Yeah. Okay. Whose I name couldn't... I couldn't remember the entire thing. And he's just random guy. But she like pulls in his tie and she's like, sexy tie. And I'm like, this was not a choice he made. This is costume. Yeah. Whatever. Also, stop. But then we are, then like the theme song happens and then we're back at home with Maya and Katie. Can we talk about fashion police? Sure. I did not take a lot. I took some because oh, Maya yeah. does wear a see-through shirt. She wears shirt. a see-through shirt with a bright pink bra. 
And they're like trying to make it the next whale tale, but it's nothing can top the whale tale episode, you know? No, it's like, I don't know. I feel like a see-through shirt with a like colored bra underneath isn't really a big deal because it's not like see-through, see-through. Yeah, it's just like sheer. Yeah. Yeah, and then she wears like do it right, and you're not a teenager. It can be a cool look. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, But that she also wear is it? Does she wear really short shorts or a really short skirt to the party? I could not. I think they're shorts. They're like really, really short shorts and a terrible pink shirt. Yeah, very. It's it's like off the shoulder and her strap is showing. Yeah. Oh, um, when she wears her see-through shirt, she also wears these like crazy heels, red. Aren't they crazy, though, or are they, like, booty heels and she has trouble walking in I them? I mean, they're booty heels, but they're stiletto booty heels. Okay. I can't remember. They're, like, stiletto heels. And I was like, girl, how are you walking around? And then we find out that she isn't really walking yeah. around. Yeah. But they were cute. Um, they did I'm not, not match big her on, outfit. I'm not big on red shoes. They did not match her outfit, but I thought they were cute. Um, Claire's hair is bad. Oh, it's always bad. And she wears a fucking blue blazer to Drew's party. <laughs> Honestly, like the politician she is. Honestly, the fact that Claire isn't constantly wearing a blazer to all things all the time. Claire, I mean, she kind of is, though. She kind of is. Claire wears a blazer during <laughs> sex. She wears a sex. lot of blazers. One million percent. No, that she, would require to have sex. Okay, but when she eventually has sex, she will not remove her blazer. Um, because she's a professional. Um, <laughs> that, has, that has different kind of implications when you're using professional and sex in the same sentence. Claire would be scandalized by that insinuation. I love it. That's what, it's, I'm sticking to it. Um, at one point, Eli is talking to Connor, and Connor's telling Eli that he's a mess. And Eli's outfit is, he's wearing this, like, white shirt with black writing it says the word punk on it somewhere and these black jeans and it's like extremely jesse bradford and bring it on mm. eli looks really good in this episode he does look really he's good looking he's been looking very good lately um drew wears a suit when he decides to get serious claire's wearing like a red politician dress uh zig and maya when they're having their fight and she throws her cello away look like just like a classic high school emo couple oh yeah they totally do that's all I got. Me too. I did not take a lot of fashion notes. Um, but we're at the house, and Maya's wearing her, like, see-through shirt, and Katie's like, well, what are you doing? Turn it into a skank, basically. And then she tells a story about how Marisol regrets her fashion choices in grade nine, which yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't surprise any of us. And Maya's like, so when is it too soon to date? Everyone is, like, thinking, like, everyone's judging me about how I'm – parentheses not really grieving blah 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 and katie's like i guess you'll just like when the time is right for you you should date but also i think it's too soon yeah (laughs) um but then we are with drew and bianca who are skipping and then drew slams bianca into a window but they're excited because bianca got into college but it's 100 miles away and then we find out that class president elections are happening and it's going to be drew versus claire and everyone's like lol drew even the announcer is confused when she says drew torres what yeah um i forgot that drew was like getting held back i was confused i was like wait this is for next year it's the end of the year quit school for a while (laughs) i know but he's still in classes with seniors so i was like wait what yeah i don't know it threw me for a loop um also can i just say for the record i've never once in my life given a single solitary fuck about a class president race storyline on a tv show they're always really boring so boring like we had the marco versus al although the marco versus alex one wasn't really about the elections it was about like homophobia i guess yeah that one was good but for the most part otherwise i don't think i've been, ever cared because there was one with katie yeah. I don't even remember who she was. Oh, that was when, like, Katie and Marisol were fighting and, like, Mo also ran, right? Yeah. I just, like, didn't care about any of that. I'd, like, no- and, and this goes across all TV shows. This is not just Degrassi. I hate this as a plot point. Yeah. It's always boring. Nobody really cares about class president except for the people in leadership. And I know that because I was friends with a lot of people in, like, leadership um, and also our junior year, it was kind of dramatic because my friend 
ran for ASB class president when the girl who had been our class president for like the past three years had run uncontested like for the past three years and then all of a sudden my friend was like I'm gonna run and she and her best friend who was like her VP got so pissed off and they were all friends and then like her friends started like stop sitting with us and AP lit or something like that. It oh was my God. It was very like low. It was very dramatic at the time, but it's just kind of hilarious now. It's very. And my friend ended up winning, so sorry. <laughs> I mean, but also perfect. I would not make a TV episode about that. No, it's so <laughs> it's, boring. No one cares. Nobody about cares. President. Nobody cares. You're not going to be able to follow through on any promises you make. It's all just for like your resume it's all college resume it's all resume building that's it doesn't matter exactly i don't even know what my friend did yeah (laughs) i'm just like i just know he's the president and then he got into the naval academy so there you go it worked um but anyway the class president shit's happening and they're like oh you can do it dallas and bianca are like go drew um but then we're with connor and jenna and Allie. And Allie and Jenna are, like, gossiping, and Connor is like, I don't give a shit. Allie, can you go away? You're cutting into my Jenna time. Which, like, (laughs) is such a dick move, but also, like, makes me laugh every time. I'm like, yes, Connor. It's like, I don't like this. Go away. And Jenna's like, you can't do that. Allie, like, is sad about Dallas. Like, we have to be there for her. And Connor's like, so if she had a boyfriend, she'd be here less? And Jenna's like, I mean, like, I guess, but that's not the point. And he's like, so if she has a boyfriend, she'll be here less. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing that he is focusing on because he does not want Allie to be there anymore. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> and I I just, I really like them together. I feel I like... I do, too. I feel like Jenna is They very, really balance each other out. They do. She's like... I don't think Jenna pre-baby could oh, have no, done no, this. Oh, no, 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 But Jenna, she's like... She has all this patience with him, but also, like, understands, like, his way of thinking exactly. and appreciates his way of thinking and his honesty. So it's not just like a, I'm teaching you how to, like, assimilate better into society or whatever. Right. It's like, no, I really like who you are for who you are, but, but I also- know that it's hard for you <laughs> and I want you to be able to socialize with our friends. So I will, like, hold your hand through certain things. Yes. Um. But then we're with Drew and Dallas and Bianca, and they're, like, brainstorming slogans. And Drew's like, how about Drew is for you? And Dallas is like, let's call that a first idea. Seriously. Um, and then we see that Claire has cardboard cutouts of herself. Which is insane. And How much do you think those cost? <sighs> Fucking, I don't know, man. That seems like a waste. I don't know. Also creepy. Yeah. Although I did have, um, throughout... All of middle school, high school, I had a Legolas cardboard cutout in my bedroom. <laughs> that, that, I feel like a lot of girls did. Yeah. Ever, I most, like a lot of girls went through a Legolas phase. Oh, I yeah. never did because I was never like a Lord of the Rings. I had printed out pictures from Google image searches of Daniel Radcliffe taped to my walls. Amazing. But I did not, but I, so I was more on the Harry Potter side of things, but. Nope, I had. I'm pretty. I'm cardboard no, cutout Legolas. So many girls who had a Legolas face. Oh God, yeah. It just. And then, like, even when I was like, I'm. I don't need this in my life anymore. I still kept him. Like, yeah, because like, I you loved, don't want to throw that away. I didn't want to throw that away. It's hilarious. <laughs> also, even funnier, I would keep it like. So my room was set up that it was at the end of a long hallway. Yeah. And if you opened my door, there it was just like a straight shot to like the window or whatever. So I would just put him. Like, at the end of my room, facing the door, so if someone, like, turned the hallway and wasn't paying attention, <laughs> would just get startled just by this Legolas. man, <laughs> by this blonde-wigged man Amazing. with the bow. You should have kept it forever and put it in your current apartment. Oh, my God. I wish. I didn't even think of it, but that would be so funny. He, he, he You could just anywhere. put him, like, no, you could just put him in your, like, entryway. Oh, my God. That would be so you funny. You put him at the end of the your hallway in your apartment, so when you open the door, it's just Legolas. That would be hilarious. <laughs> or, like, Marissa ha- would never let or that just happen. just hanging on the back of that closet door that's, like, at the end of your hallway. Perfect. Marissa would never <laughs> let that happen. I have, like... My uncle gave me, like, two, like, tribal masks and, like, this one, like, really cool metal mask from Mexico from the 50s that they used to, like, sell to tourists, basically. But it's really dope. But I received all of these, and one of them I 
gave away because it scared me. And then the, <laughs> other two I have, the other two I held on to. And I've been trying to hang up this one mask around my apartment. Is one of them one of them's in your room, right? One of them's in my yeah. room. And the other one I've been trying to hang up around my apartment. And my roommate is like, I hate that thing. That thing cannot be in her apartment. <laughs> this cannot be in a shared Legolas space. Legolas isn't as offensive as the tribal mask, <laughs> is it? I don't or know. disagree. <laughs> have you met my roommate? <laughs> I still think it would have been funny. <laughs> I think so, too. She would disagree. <laughs> Whatever. I was going to say something, but I'm going to hold on. I'll say that off the mic. <laughs> Tell me later. <laughs> um, but um, cardboard cutout Claire. <laughs> and I think and then Dallas and Bianca are like, and Drew are all like, well, what do we have like over Claire? And they're like, well, she's way too serious. And it's like, that is a true fact. Seriously. And so they're going to be like, Drew's going to be the fun guy you want to hang out with. The man of the people or something like it that. It is just a popularity contest. It truly, truly is. I'm pretty sure that's how my friend won. Yeah. Um, but then we get like the visible bra, whale tail-esque montage walking in her like booty heels and of Maya. And then we, then she's with Tristan, and she's like, I want to meet cute boys. Let's go meet cute boys. Operation Meet Cute Boys. And Tristan's like, I'm on board. I'm over fab. He said fashion was shallow or something like he that. He said fashion week is shallow, which is the point. Yeah. So. <laughs> and but they're Tristan like, what is... are we going to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't remember... And he's like, I don't know, go to the, like, where are we going to meet cute boys? And Tristan's like, I don't know, the mall. And Maya's like, Mary. And he's like, we're in grade nine. We can't just go clubbing. And, like, he does, like, a little dance. And it's hilarious. And then they get invited to Drew's party. And Tristan is, like, definitely hesitant. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, I don't fully remember. Like, I know that he's definitely worried about Maya. But I think he's also worried about Maya trying to, like, hook up with guys that go to Degrassi. Yeah. He's like, this is all weird. Yeah. It's just weird. But he's like, but I'm going to go with you because I want to be there for you. <laughs> Basically. It's like, it's like we are trying to, like, help Maya by pretending that she's not making bad choices. When yeah. actually we're just going to follow her around and be like, you good? Yeah. You good? Yeah. You making good choices, buddy? <laughs> yeah. We've all had that friend. I am that fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> um... But then we are with then we're with Connor who's sneaking up on Dave and Eli who are editing like the zombie movie, and then Connor pulls Dave aside and is like, "I need you to date Allie again so she can leave us alone." And he's like, "I am not gonna do that. I don't want to be like Eli and Claire breaking up and getting back together and breaking up again." I'm like, "That is extremely fair." Yeah. Dave knows what's up. Dave knows his limits, and Dave knows when to call things quits which is more than i can say for other people he is referring to <laughs> seriously but he's like eli's sad and lonely and then connor's, connor's like, like oh well oh, maybe mm-hmm. you should date Allie." yeah because Allie's sad and lonely and it's like that's not bad <laughs> it's reasoning. not weird that Allie is claire's best friend <laughs> or former best friend i don't really know how their relationship so works i think there's i think they're friends at this point yeah but, yeah, it's um, weird as hell. And, yeah, Connor doesn't understand what makes people compatible. No. Can you imagine Eli and Allie dating? Like, ignore all the Claire stuff. No. Just like them as no. personalities. It would never work. It would never. No. They would murder each other. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It'd be hilarious. Um, I would watch that Degrassi mini alternate universe. What if Claire, what if Eli and Allie dated? It'd be hilarious. Oh, boy. Um. Although, I don't know. Allie just wants, like, clingy, clingy, all the attention on me. And Eli can do that sometimes. That's true. But, like, I Although, like, healthy Eli can't. That's true. We don't want, we don't want unhealthy Eli. No. Um, But then we're with Maya in her short shorts. And her mom is like, um, excuse me, what are you doing? You're not going to a party. You have a rescheduled cello audition. And you should be practicing. And Maya's like, fine. But then she obviously sneaks out. And then we're at Drew's party, which is a luau for some reason. I'm I'm don't know why there are lays. I'm clear on the luau theme. And Maya grabs a wine cooler because she's in ninth grade. Yep. And then the guy from earlier, I didn't realize it was the zombie guy she flirted with earlier, comes in with a bottle opener, and so we find out his name is Harry, and he hangs out with Talia, who is the girl who gave Eli X or er, oh, MDMA. I forgot that that was Talia. Yeah, 
And then Zig is texting Maya, which is like, can we talk or something like that? And she sends him a selfie of her and these strange people, people at this party. And it's like, come, like, come through, basically. Yeah. She's like, I'm at a party. No, she says, I'm at a party too soon or something like that. She says too soon at the end of whatever oh she God. sends him. The quality on my TV, like not on my oh, TV. No. On the, the quality on this episode was bad. But so I bad I somehow was it. able to read that. I could not read it. Um, But then we are with Drew and Dallas, I guess. And he says something along the lines of like one nonstop party. Vote Drew. But then they see that Claire's at the party also campaigning. Um. But then we are with... Also, I love that she goes to a party and campaigns. Of course she does. It's Claire. I know. Um, but then we are with uh, uh, Connor and Jenna, and they're having, like, a nacho date. But then Allie crashes it. really sweet. It's very sweet. But then Allie comes in with, like, a bouquet of roses, and she's crashing the date, and she's like, um, what the fuck? Eli sent me these flowers and asked me to be his girlfriend. And then Eli comes in, and Allie's like, oh, no, oh, no, this is so embarrassing. And then Eli comes in, and he's like, um, what the fuck are these flowers? <laughs> They're from Allie asking me to be her boyfriend. Also, I love that the card is just, like, the same thing. Allie, be my girlfriend, XOXO, Eli, Eli, be my boyfriend, XOXO, Allie. It's so funny. It's I'm so like, good. Connor, you're so bad at this. And they're like, what is happening? And he's like, because you and Eli are both sad and lonely. You're the perfect match. And Jenna's and like, Jenna's oh, like, what Jesus the fuck? Christ. And she's not happy. No. Um, but Eli gives his flowers away to two old ladies as yeah, he's leaving, which like, was really Thank sweet. You. It was really sweet. <laughs> Um, but then we're back at the party and Zig is here and he's confused and also very worried about Maya, who is who's dancing, like dancing her heart away and drinking. And it's a real like cry for help situation. Harry and Talia are my new besties. And then she starts getting mean and is like, if you hadn't like denied my date request, like you would have been my boyfriend. How do you feel about that? You blew it and like stuff like that. And, and Zig says you're a mean drunk. Yeah, which I I actually like that line. And also, yeah, she's kind of a yeah. mean drunk. I feel like I can I can sometimes be a mean drunk. <laughs> I feel like everybody has that capacity. I think so. I think if you're in like a if you're wrong. already in a bad mood yeah. and you get drunk, it does not help. No, it just makes you want space, to be more overtly mean. It's true. It's, if you're in the wrong headspace and you're intoxicated, like, it doesn't happen to me a lot. But, like, yeah. once every couple of months, if I'm, like, in a weird headspace and I'm, like, PMSing and, it makes like, it easier someone to says out. the wrong thing, I'm just, like, I can, like, I can, I can cut where it hurts. <laughs> it's a problem. Oh, yeah. I can, I can do that, too, though. <laughs> Um, can confirm <laughs> yes <laughs> um but then and then zig is like talking to tristan is like what the fuck's going on and tristan's like don't worry i'm like i'm gonna keep my eye on her you like you can leave i am here and i'm like tristan you need to be there more <laughs> seriously he's um, like he's like i'll make sure she gets home okay. right but he's definitely like horrified yeah by Maya. yeah he's like watching her he just like doesn't and... know what to do which is fair because also when someone's also like already kind of acting out you being like let's not do that will make them like want to do it more and worse so it's like it's a hard line which to is exactly walk. why you have to do like the weird follow them around thing exactly. and i've like i've definitely been both of these people yeah i've been versions of both of these people <laughs> for sure yeah i've been like the follow my friend around and be like okay Okay? Nothing, nothing okay. horrible has happened yet. Yeah. I've had to stop a few fights before they even started. Oh Shit like that where yeah. you're just, you just kind of, you don't do anything. You don't say anything. Yeah. You just like nurse a single beer and follow this person around to make sure yep. that they don't die. Yep. 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 And I've also been the antithesis. <laughs> the one <of> followed. <laughs> I've been the one followed. <laughs> um, but then we're with Claire and Drew, and Drew's like, why are you at my party? And Claire's like, if Mr. Simpson found out that you were having an event that where you were only campaigning and I wasn't present, blah, 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 rules, 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 la, la, la. And then Claire says something along the lines of, of like Drew not being smart enough to be president or something. And Drew says, who would they rather vote for, a bitter girl or an awesome guy? 
And up until this point, I was like, sure, Team Drew. And then he said this, and I just had 2016 flashbacks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I fucking hate you. And then Drew, and then Claire pushes him into a kiddie pool, which is fair. It was great. I was <laughs> yeah, like, I was like much, good. As much as Claire drives me nuts most of the time, yeah. and I'm like, eh, fine, whatever. I guess she can be a president, sure. Like, yeah. it's kind of boring. I mean, she's definitely more prepared for the job. That is true. But I was also like, yes, shove him into a kiddie pool. Fuck this dude. Yeah. Um, also, I'm a little sensitive this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus uh, fucking just, Christ. I'm, I'm a little sensitive about men being in politics, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Okay, but then we're with Maya and Harry and Talia, and they all go into a bedroom together, and I'm like, what is happening? Is oh, yeah. it's going to be a threesome? I don't know if I'm prepared for this. I don't want to watch children do this. All of my Does alarm this happen bells in high school? Off. Like, what is happening? All of my alarm bells going off. Yeah. And I was like, this could go so many terrible ways. And then Talia goes like, it, at first I thought she was going to like undo Maya's pants, but then she like pulls a phone out of her purse. I'm like, okay, I thought that was something else. Yep. Um, and then Talia like starts filming Maya's like confession about like, I don't like. Well, no, first she's looking through her photos. That's true. And she and, finds Cam. And, and I think Harry says suicide dude. And I was yeah. like, mm. Um, and then, like, Maya does her, like, weird confession video about, like, how she's great or whatever. And then at the end, she says, Ja-feel! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not the tone. No, not the tone um, at all. Also, like, was- I'm just tired of everyone, like, looking at me and expecting me to act a certain way after this. Like, I'm fine now, guys. Ja-feel! And I'm oh, like, man. Maya, you are not fine. No. Um, you said Ja-feel. <laughs> also, okay, can I just say, I feel like if there is any consistent takeaway from watching all the episodes of Degrassi, it's that do not get drunk and let someone film you. No! Don't do it. Don't film people. No, don't film people while they're drunk. That yes. is the lesson to there walk away from. Not like, don't, don't, let's not put it on the victim of the Fair. filming. Fair. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> but like. Fair point. People. That's not okay. <laughs> no, don't film people when they're drunk. Oh my Even God. Even if you have their permission. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not just a not a good call. idea. It's just not a good idea. We're rarely better when we're drunk. <laughs> it's why drunk people... <laughs> Are we ever? No. Really? It's, it's why drunk people want to hang out with other drunk people. Yeah. And sober people don't want to hang out with no. a bunch of drunk people generally. Never. No. Because no like we're fun to other drunk people who are also, also dumb. dumb and drunk dumb and drunk yeah yeah oh my god oh boy and then talia and harry are like how do we keep going to these high school parties Ugh. and i'm like are they not in high school i'm That's confused but then we see harry at the high school and yeah. i guess they're just like high school man high school? Yeah. But they just like, they're like those they people just, that like think they're too mature to be in high school when they're like definitely not. They just like smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. So they think they are. Or they're do like, a lot of MDMA. They're apparently. like, they're, you know, they're party kids. So yeah. they think that they're like too mature for high school, which I can relate to. <laughs> Guess what, y'all? You're not too mature for high school. You're not too mature for anything. You're, You're just on drugs. Yeah. Um, and then she, and then Maya just starts making out with Harry, and then Talia starts filming it, and Maya sees, and then she's like, "Okay, sure." Yeah, <laughs> which is like, ugh. why? Don't I, no. My assumption was that Talia was gonna post the video herself. Yeah, me too. Thing. But I she doesn't. It, I thought it was gonna do that whole go viral thing and yeah. like whatever. Also, I just sounded like I'm 85 years old. <laughs> that go viral thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh boy. <laughs> but then we're with Bianca and Drew and Bianca wants him to take the election seriously. And then we find out that she's the one who nominated him. Also, can we just say that Bianca's the only one cleaning up this party? Drew's like sitting on a couch and Bianca's vacuuming. Fucking Bianca's the only one who does anything in this relationship. <laughs> I feel like it's a real peek into their future. Oh, God. Um, they can't stay engaged, right? Mm, God, right. I hope not. I hope not. And Bianca is telling Drew that he made himself into a joke. Because he's like, I'm a joke. And she's like, no, you could have done this right and you made yourself into a joke. Yeah. Which I thought was a fair point. Yeah. Um, But then we're with Maya. She, like, stumbles back home and somehow doesn't get caught. And then she watches the kissing video. 
And then like a zig like face range messages her and is like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm great. And then she posts the fucking video to publicly on her face range. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? No. At first I thought she also, was just going to send it to him. Also, nobody wants to see that. I thought, she, I thought at first that she sent it to him in like the face range messenger. Mm-hmm. But I was watching with Allegra and she's like, no, she did that publicly. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought she was going to send it to him. And then when I saw it, she posted it. I was like, oh, no. Also, everyone should have their fucking face range page private automatically anyway. Especially when you're applying to colleges or applying to music school or whatever the fuck. Just when you're a teenager in general. Yeah. Do you know how many creeps are or on the internet? Or just in general forever, Didn't no matter we, how old you are. We privatize your Facebook. Yeah. We established this last week. People on the internet are creepy. Yeah. Even if your Facebook is private, they can still find it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I know there are people who can... You. And I know there are people who, like, know how to, like, get around those, like, private codes and see your shit anyway. 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 Um, then it's part two, and Maya's, like, strutting into school. Like, she's all, like, proud of her kissing video or whatever. And Katie kissing comes video up. video makes me laugh, though. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> and Katie is like, what the hell? Why did you post this? What are you doing? And Maya's like, people are going to be talking about me anyway. At least this is on my own terms. She's just, like, trying to control her narrative, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then we- I feel for Maya. Like, people lash out. And react in so many different ways. And actually, like, this is honestly this like, is pretty common. lot tamer than I thought it was going yes. to be, too. And also, like, it's pretty common. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you know, not necessarily turning to, like, drinking, although that's also pretty common. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people don't acknowledge that, like, like, a, like additional, like, promiscuity is actually, like, a symptom for, like, dealing with grief, dealing with certain things. It's also one of, like, it's a part of, like, spontaneity and, like, not having impulse control. And it's, like, it can also be, like, a telling sign of, like, bipolar or other kind of, like, um, you know. Like, I mean, it can be, like, a have. symptom of a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't know. It, I feel like it's it seems like it's coming out of left field, but if you, like, have any sort of background information on this it's like it's really common no what she's it's doing. super common yeah um and also just like i don't know a product of our society that's <laughs> that that this that of what like a girl being able to like be promiscuous being seen as like a negative acting out type of thing i mean it's not great when you're like a teenager and you're doing unsafe things yeah well i think there's also a difference between like doing this in a way that's like out of character for exactly. your regular yeah. personality or whatever versus like no this is who i am and how i take control of my own body right which i don't think is what she's no doing. definitely not because that's like a totally different thing that's mm-hmm. not a symptom of shit that's no. like you do you girl yeah like, live your best life wear uh, a condom though please <laughs> At the very least. <laughs> Just be safe. Um, be safe, guys. But then, we and we also find out that her audition for the music thing is today. Yeah, and she's nervous about it. Because um, she has not practiced in a while. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Drew, and now oh, he has a cardboard oh, cutout. Damn it. What's with the cardboard cutouts? I don't know, man. That was never a thing at my high school. No. I feel like they like kind of had half-assed posters. Yeah, like posters and like, yeah. I don't also, even know I don't what even else. I know if there was an election. The same girl won every year. Well, maybe she was uncontested. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. She was a good president. Like, she was a good person. I liked her, actually. Yeah, I know we did have elections, and we had, like, speeches, and, like, there was a rally. I don't know. I literally only remember what happened my, like, my junior year for my senior year, because my friend was running for president. That makes sense. I feel like otherwise, for, like, class elections, it was just, like, we had, like, at lunch you could vote. And there was, like, a poster that was, like, here are the people running. Here, vote. And then, like, one school period, they would, like, announce, like, they'd hand out, like, bubble sheets and be, like, pick who you want to vote for. Yeah. And that was it. I don't remember any of it. I have no idea. I had a lot of friends in leadership, man. That does not surprise <laughs> me. Um, I had zero friends in leadership, man. <laughs> um but then we're true to our brands uh, yes and then we find out that there's a debate today and drew's like oh yeah i totally knew about that and claire's like okay good luck um and then dallas is like just like 
just say what we practice. Like, I'm going to do what you want and make it happen, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is a flawless political plan. Yeah. Very realistic. And then we're in, like, the music room. That cello song is playing. And Harry comes in to say hi to Maya. And he thinks her cello is... Does he say it's so angst? Yeah. That, he has, like, like, weird lingo. He's weird, man. I don't um, like this kid. And then he's like, by the way... This room off the side of the whatever is empty if you, like, want to go there and make out, basically. And Maya's like, sorry, I need to I have a cello thing. Yeah. Um, stick, stick to who you are, Maya. Come yeah. on. Don't hang out with this dirtbag. <laughs> and I feel confident calling him a dirtbag because he reminds me of a lot of my friends from <laughs> high school, which might be why I hate him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know this dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then we're with Connor, who's apologizing to, uh, Jenna and Allie. And then they're, like, talking about how, like, Claire and Eli need to get back together. But Eli's being so dumb. Like, he's being ridiculous or something. And Connor's like, um, why is he being ridiculous? Eli, like... Eli said that Claire was being annoying and that he needed space and like she didn't understand that. And I'm like, yes, Connor, Agreed. you are correct. These girls are wrong. And then Jenna's like, okay, now I'm. And then Claire walks in and is like, nice to know how you think, Connor, or like something like She's that. So dramatic. And then Jenna's Can like, we bring back the video of Claire. Fucker. <laughs> and then um jenna's like okay now i'm mad i'm like no this is all like carter is completely right in this eli and claire should not be together Hell no eli is not the one in the wrong here why are we making that the thing claire is in the wrong a thousand percent she's still making it about her at the end of this episode it's God. ridiculous connor don't don't back down on this ish i mean maybe like whatever back down you're not really invested but like Oh, my God. Everyone Seriously. is stupid. Everyone's All of these done. girls are stupid. Also, it's so hard to root for Claire. I'm oh sorry. Oh, my God. She's so selfish. So selfish. She's so selfish. But she She's doesn't so even realize it. She doesn't realize it. She still thinks it's like everything is about me. Like, Eli thinks that I did. Bleh, I don't even know. Ugh. I mean, you are the reason why you broke up because you were being too selfish and you weren't listening to Eli. This makes me so angry. Me too. No, it's like <laughs> it's the so thing is angry. that it's like it's the lack of self awareness. Yeah, like she's so it's like self-involved. you still don't realize that you broke up because you were not there for him in the way that he needed you to be and you didn't realize it like you just kept trying to steamroll and like candle like support him in a way that you wanted to not the way that he actually needed and it's yeah. oh my god and it would be one thing if he didn't say anything and, and she he was did say exactly something. it would be one thing if he didn't say anything and she was like this is what i would want so this is how i'm gonna be yeah like that would be fine it would be the wrong thing to do but it wouldn't be like that would be, like, forgivable. But he literally told her a few yeah, times. a few times. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Just let's drop it. And then, oh, my God. I know that we're still talking about this, but I'm still mad. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to come back up again at the end, too. But, yeah. oh, my fucking Jesus. Goddamn Christ. Seriously. Um, but then we're at the audition, and... Maya's playing that fucking cello. Is this the only cello song that the Degr that Degrassi writers know of? Because it's the only song we ever hear her play I on that like fucking it's cello. The only one they have rights to. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but she's great at it. Yeah, she's a great cellist. Um, but then we're with Claire. We're at the debate, and Claire's speech is really boring. Can I say something about I'm this like, debate? Kids don't care about fiscal responsibility. <laughs> they do not. Can I say something about this debate, though? Uh -huh. This seems like, audience-wise, the most true to reality <laughs> yes. audience of a high school class president debate. There's Everyone like, is there's, extremely lackluster. There's like <laughs> 10 people total in the auditorium. Yeah. No one gives a single shit and no one wants to be there no exactly they're definitely just like this is how i get out of pe or like my mom can't pick me up until 30 minutes after school ends yeah definitely and then um look so claire goes on and on and on and then drew's like i'm gonna do what you want and i'm gonna make it happen and then claire's like can i rebut to that what do you mean like what if this happens and this happens? You she can't please a, everyone. Blah, 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 blah. She's so boring. Also, she has like such a hyper specific example. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, Claire should have won this election because she is the most like responsible and 
fucking qualified person for the job. Exactly. But as we know, that's not always how the fucking world works. It's very rarely how the world works. Um, as much as I hate Claire, please know that I would have voted yes, for Claire exactly, in this election. Exactly. Like, oh my god, it's so it's like it's it's way too way too closely resembling. Yeah. Although Drew is not Trump levels of insane. No. But still he's definitely less qualified let's can i just put it on the table that i would vote for the qualified but obnoxious woman yes over cool guy mcgee any fucking day of the week yes because it's not a popularity contest yeah it's whoever's gonna fucking run whatever thing they're running and not fuck up the world <laughs> and not like run shit into the ground and yep. make us the laughing stock of the literal world the literal laughing stock in front of the literal world you guys <laughs> i have been anxious for two years uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> same yeah oh my god two years anyway anyway fuck brett kavanaugh um it looks like maya's audition went well but the audition people, judges, saw her face range video and they're like, we have a certain like set of moral codes or whatever. Which is I'm fair. like, that sucks. Her stuff is public. Yeah. And also like that would give a lot of people pause, especially yeah. something that highbrow. Yeah. And they only want people who are like super focused and dedicated to their craft. And it looks like Maya is distracted and going through some things yeah and i and i really i was like please explain to them but i knew she wasn't yeah. ready but we'll get there um but then we are with connor and eli connor walks in and is like oh you look like a mess and he's like i mean i just spilled yogurt on my shirt was pudding. he's like no or pudding or whatever i just spilled pudding on my shirt um and then Connor's like, your breakup is interfering with my relationship with Jenna. You need to get back with Claire. And I'm like, no. And then Eli's like, what? And he's like, your relationship is interfering. And he's like, no, I heard you. <laughs> he just repeats it. <laughs> he's like, no, it's just that that's insane. And he's but like, then- well, don't you still love her? And he's like, yeah, of course. Like, and like, but I don't think she'll ever forgive me. I'm like, why are we making this his fault? It's not his fault. It's why Claire's would you want to get back together with Claire? She was shitty. <laughs> She's She's the one who should be coming and apologizing to you. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. my fucking God. But then Connor says a thing that made my heart hurt. Because as he's leaving, because Eli is like, as he's leaving, he's like, why do you care so much about this? And Connor is like, because I don't want Jenna to ever ask me for a break. And I'm like, oh, Connor. Um. But then we're with Zig and Maya, and Zig is pissed, and mm, Maya is and mad. yelling, apologizing, kind of, and then she, and then she kind of just goes off and is like, "I'm so sick of people telling me who I'm supposed." Zig is like, "This isn't you," and she's like, "I'm sick of people telling me who I'm supposed to be. This is how I feel. I'm quitting cello. I'm throwing my cello in this dumpster. I'm running away, basically." And Zig. Also tells Maya to tell the orchestra people about camp. Yeah. And that's when she throws her cello away. Yeah. And I was like, can we listen to Zig? I know yeah. that's very rarely my <laughs> advice. I know. But, uh, <laughs> but Zig is slowly improving as a free human being. He, he really is. Um, But then we're with Drew, who, like, gets off the phone with his doctor, and he's cleared for no-contact sports, and he wants to drop out of the race. And Wait, Bianca's so like, what the fuck? What is a non-contact sport? I don't know. Volleyball? <laughs> Volleyball stuff. Well get hit in the head tennis you can get hit in the head but it's not like you're you it's very rare to get hit in the head in tennis <laughs> you know I feel and if like it is, i would <laughs> i would definitely get hit in the head in well tennis. you're not a tennis player <laughs> That's true. um i don't know golf okay um yeah i don't know for some reason the only thing i could think of was like backgammon <laughs> that's not a sport why not you mean badminton no i meant backgammon like a board game yeah <laughs> that's not a sport that's a game is there a difference though <laughs> gymnastics you could do gymnastics no you would fall on your head so much in gymnastics he really can't do anything <laughs> 
<laughs> swimming. Yeah, so not water polo, but swimming. Swimming. <laughs> Synchronized swimming. <laughs> you guys, this is my Have we ever sport. had a swim team on this show? I don't think we have. No, but we did have lifeguard training. Oh, yeah, we did. Was he in lifeguard training? Who no. got in a fight and Riley oh, someone was gay? Yeah, Riley. <laughs> Wait, someone was gay. <laughs> Right. Perfect. Oh my god, I forgot about Riley. Right. <laughs> but was Drew there? I don't think so. I think it was Owen. Oh, was it? I knew Blue was there. Oh, right. Blue. <laughs> I forgot about Blue. Remember when Blue dated Holly J? Oh yeah. And he called her Holly. <laughs> Remember when Spinner called her J? Yeah. We were like, where did this come from? <laughs> Um, oh my god oh memory lane um but he's cleared for no contact sports whatever that means um <laughs> swimming what other sports does he play besides football soccer doesn't he play soccer does he yeah maybe kind of i know he helped katie he can probably do taekwondo maybe because it's no, not technically it's not you don't sport. i mean the sparring i don't think is supposed to really be that like crazy I don't know. Because you have, I like, did, pads and shit. I did martial arts for a while. It's still... You still get fucked up. Okay. I don't know. Even with pads. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't know. I rock don't climbing? Know. Oh. Sure. Is that rock a sport? Climbing. I don't, I don't like know. Is that, like, a competitive sport? I don't know. I thought backgammon Viking? counted. <laughs> I'm not the right person No, you're for not this. the right person to ask. Backgammon is a board game. Would you call it chess a sport? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. He's doing mental gymnastics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and he wants to drop out of the race. And Bianca's like, what are you talking about? Like, I need you to have something to do. Like, you need to dedicate your time to something when I'm gone. And, like, better yourself or something. And he's like, people don't take me seriously. And he's like, well, you should start taking yourself seriously and then maybe other people will. She's like, and she was also saying something along the lines of like, well, now that, you know, sports isn't really an option as a career path for you or right. as a way to get dis- into university, having like leadership skills can be really helpful for your future, like yeah. in general. Like, yeah. you need to have additional skills. You're not very bright and you can't do sports anymore. <laughs> uh, and sports swim. will only get you so far anyway. It's true. Um, usually the most it will do for you is get you into college if you're good in high school. And then by, beyond that, you're not going to play fucking sports again. Yeah. Even if you like go to the Olympics or whatever, or become a professional athlete, like even that your body really will make you not be able to do that after a while. Yeah. I mean, the latest you can really do that in, is like your forties. Maybe if you're like in tip top shape. Yeah. Um, like there are some, if you're an exceptional like... specimen, I mean, baseball is definitely different. You can be like, out of shape as fuck and play baseball. That's true. But, Does Drew um, play baseball? Huh? Does Drew play baseball? Is that a non-contact sport? I feel like, Getting hit with the ball in baseball is a lot. And, like, sliding and shit. And yeah. I don't know if that's technically not in contact. I don't know. You have to wear a helmet to play baseball. I would call that more contact than others. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's I don't hockey know. Baseball's goalies that are in so their 40s. <laughs> like, I hate baseball. There's some hockey goalies in their 40s and stuff. Like, you can, depending on what you do. Yeah. But it's also, like, they're goalies. It's not the guys, like... Skating, skating around on the ice yeah. that has like a way shorter time limit yeah that's why athletes have to like pivot into like entertainment hosting jobs and shit. yeah because <laughs> they gotta make some money somehow yeah after their bodies are have aged you out of the sport live with kelly and michael any wait fucking adam rapon's already getting on it when he's still fine he's like on cosmo's youtube channel all the time yeah um Make that money while you can. Don't forget to save. <laughs> if you are able to. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Connor, who is bringing Jenna an apology latte. And he has accepted that Allie's presence is going to be a part of his situation. Because he also bought her a latte. And they're going to gossip about Eli and Claire. But I'm like, guys, let's not try to get this couple back together. They are bad for each other. Yeah. Um. Anyway, then we are with Maya, who's 
all over Harry in the hallway. And she says, it's possible I'm the crazy girl. Oh, my God. Oh, and then no. she's, like, inviting him over. She's like, my parents aren't going to be home for a while after school. Do you want to come over and watch a movie or something? And he's like, yeah, or something. Uh. And it's gross. <laughs> Super gross. But then we're with... Eli and Connor and Connor's like hey so I talked to the girls and they said that Claire says that she might forgive you or something and Eli's like actually I was thinking and I think that this break is for the best and I'm like yes Eli you are correct Eli you cannot be back together and Connor is very confused he's like Connor wait is so confused and then he's walking with Jenna and he's like and she's like, is everything okay? And he's like, they're just very complicated. And she's like, we're simple. I like that. And I'm yeah. like, I love you guys. Yeah, I love them so much. balance. Get away, stay away from the eclair drama because Seriously. you do not need that in your life. No. Um, but then we are with Maya and Harry after school making out on the couch. She is looking regretful. He is unbuckling his pants. I want to die. Well, first she's like, so are we just going to like kiss forever? I guess we're not going to watch the movie. And he's like, well, we can do other stuff. And then she's like, and then she's like, oh, wait, what? And then he starts unbuckling his pants. And then she's like, I've never done that before. And he's like, just go with it. And I'm like, ew, I don't want to see this. No. And then, thank God, Katie and her mom come in and they break up the party, and thank God. Yeah. Um, but then we're with, oh my fucking Claire. Then we're with Drew and Claire, and Drew is like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, no matter what happens, like, I know you're probably going to win, and but if you do win, I really want to be your Veep. Um, I really want to get involved. And she's like, um, it's VP, Drew. And I'm like, VP is an acceptable term, Claire. Just because Claire. you don't know something doesn't mean it's not true. Although she's definitely one of those people that if she doesn't know it, she thinks it's not real. Yeah, yeah. But it's nice that Drew is like coming along around and he's like, I want to be your VP. I want to be involved. I want to accept this leadership role. Yeah. Um, but then we're back with Maya and her mom. And her mom is very worried and scared about her behavior. And so is Katie. And Katie's like, you can't replace Cam. And then Maya finally has her, like, kind of come to Jesus, like, breakthrough freak out moment. Yeah. And she's like, why not? He broke up with me by killing himself. I hate him. I just want to forget what happened. I want to move on. Like, I, he, I can't remember what else she said. Um, and then she starts breaking down and Katie's hugging her and she's crying and it's like, it is definitely a cathartic moment. It's, um, it's very emotional. Yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure I cried during this. Yeah. And it's just, and it's also just like, finally Maya's like confronting her feelings cause she's definitely been avoiding them cause it's easier. Yeah. Um, but it's very sad. But we realize that she's kid's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. Once you get out of that denial stage. Yeah. Um. And then we're with her and Zig, and she's reading Zig like part of a letter she's writing to the youth orchestra, explaining the video and explaining everything. And she's like, "I messed up, but I, I tried hard not to be, but." This thing has affected my life. Yeah. Um, and it seems like a nice step in a good direction. And she's like, well, now I need to go look in the dumpster because my mom's going to kill me if she finds out that I threw it away. And then we're like, obviously, Zig saved your cello. Duh. And he put it in the music room with Miss O for when she came to her senses. And then they're holding hands, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Um, I and, do feel manipulated by Degrassi. Yeah, but and he's like, I know you're going through a lot. Like he's like, I'm a, basically, I'm gonna respect your grieving process, and I'm gonna wait for you to be ready for whatever. And she's like, Thank you, and it's very sweet. It is very sweet. And. Then, as we were awaiting the results, I was like, Drew's going to win. I just yep. know Drew's going to fucking win. And Drew won. And Claire runs away to cry. Yeah. And, and, Drew, and then Drew tries to console her. He's like, they're there. And then Claire gives him a, like, what the fuck are you doing look? And and he says, Bianca rarely cries. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, 
He's like, hey, I want you to be my Veep. And he's, she's like, it's a VP. And I'm like, it's a term, Claire. <laughs> she just drives me nuts. Like, even when we're supposed to feel bad for Claire, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Claire. Yeah. And then Eli comes up and is like, hey, guess what? I got into NYU. And I'm like, we Yay! all saw that coming. Also, everyone's getting into school. That's so nice. And then fucking Claire is like, oh, your dreams came true. Guess you're better off. Guess you are better off without me. And I'm like, it's not about you, Claire. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and then Eli is like, I miss you so much. This isn't how I wanted it to end. I want us to have a happy ending. And I'm like, no, this is a happy ending. It's ended. That's happy. You are bad for each other. Seriously, it's happy for us. Yeah. And then Claire is doing the only thing that I support in this episode, which is saying, no, we shouldn't get back together. But of course she has to make it dramatic. We're not a fairy tale. It's like, God. shut the fuck up, Claire. Um, and she's going to be, and she's going to be the veep. And she says veep, finally. Just fucking, and Drew looks so excited when she says veep. It's He's like, very, really? It's a very <laughs> it's a, famous HBO show. But also, it's a term anyway. Oh my God, Claire. And then like, Eli and then uh, Bianca and Drew are like, "Yay, I'm gonna be president!" And then the episode ends basically. <laughs> yeah, Bianca's so proud. Yes. Um. <coughs> Spirit Squad captain. Um, Maya. Yeah, Maya for pushing through her shit. Yeah. Zig, Zig for being, being extremely supportive. Yeah. Tristan for playing the role we all hate to play, which is following around your unstable friend yes. until they get their shit together. <laughs> yes. Um, Sneakily. Ship. Zig and Maya? Yeah. I guess? I guess. No, Connor and Jenna, though. <gasps> Connor, Connor and, and Jenna. Jenna. Ship Connor and Jenna whenever I can. <laughs> I feel less gross about Connor and yeah, Jenna me too. than I feel about yeah, shipping too. Zig and Maya. Shipping Zig and Maya. I know. I don't know. Shipping Zig and Maya makes me feel like Degrassi is manipulating yeah. my emotions. Connor and Jenna. End of list. <laughs> um, all right. Great vibe. All right. Well, we just have an email today from Carla. And she talked about uh, Bittersweet Symphony and how it's really cool that they're going through, like, one character, like, one plot at a time to see how they're dealing with it. And that's really cool. I'm just summarizing it. Um, but then she ends with a lighter note and totally opposite note with a fuck, Mary kill. So we'll just do that. You know we love those. Um, and so it is Audra Torres, Laura Coyne, Lisa Guthrie, Casey's mom. Okay. Um, I've been thinking about this since we got this email. I so, know. fuck Casey's mom. And then, I think Mary Mrs. Coyne. I love Audra. We all know I'm obsessed with Audra. But I don't think I could handle Audra long term as a spouse. I could handle she's her. She's a lot. She's a lot. I could handle her as a friend. But even like I feel like she'd be too bossy in bed. I just like I'm like I feel I hate it. But I feel like I have to kill Audra and marry Mrs. Coyne. Because like she is flawed. But she is also like she's more stable. And she's a like really good support system. I've given this some thought guys. I don't, hmm. I think I would marry Casey's mom. Nice. Because after, like, post-drugs in yeah. jail. Yeah. Um, because I think she would be a very supportive partner, mm -hmm. and she's lived through some shit and has learned from her mistakes, and I feel like she has come out of the other side as a very stable person and mother and good influence. So I think I would marry her because she would be good long term. And then I think I would fuck Audra because she probably would be good at it. She's like an overachiever type of person. That is a good point. So I would fuck her and I would kill Laura Coyne because she starts out as like kind of judgy. She's kind of snooty rich person. And then she fucking gets she's like basically basically about to go to jail. That's not stable. I don't want to hitch my wagon to that. I'm sorry, Laura Coyne, but I'm going to have to kill you. That's what I would do. That is fair. Yeah. I like that we did a very rare, we picked different options. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> usually we kind of stick to the same. Sometimes we like flip on like some, but we usually like have one that we do the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
All right, well, that's all the grapevine that we have. So if you would like to contribute to a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. Uh, we're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, do you have a thing that you want to recommend yes, to the people? I think so. I don't think I recommended this before. If you have, then we'll just consider it a super recommendation. Whatever. Who gives um, a shit? I'm going Free to podcast. recommend the YouTuber Amelia Fart. She is amazing. She is... Uh, I don't really even know how to explain her. I feel like you just need to look her up. She is like a hundred thousand percent her weird self, but is also like extremely deep and cuts to like the core of things. But she also makes really specific pop culture references, like from my childhood, that I deeply appreciate. Um, so Amelia Fart, she's great. Cool. Um, I'm going to recommend a Netflix movie. It's called Like Father. It stars Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. It was really good. I laughed. I cried. Watch it. Feel your feelings. Yes. Okay. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.